Welcome to Come Along for the Ride, a podcast for horse lovers everywhere. A place where we love to bring consciousness to the horse world. I'm your host, Tracy Malone, and this podcast is brought to you from my home in the Sanford Valley, in the northwest of Brisbane, Australia. This land I live on is Waka Waka and Terrible Country. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land and to pay my respects to their ancestors, past, present, and future. And I'd also like to extend that respect to each and every one of you listening. This week's episode is brought to you by Eden River Equestrian, soon to be Australia's and then eventually maybe even the world's leading sustainable horse brand. I can tell you I am racing to meet you at the starting line for this launch on May the 1st. I'm so excited to bring this to the world and share it with you all. In this episode, I speak with Emily from Elsom Equestrian Solutions. Emily has Cedric, who is a horse riding simulator. So what does a mechanical horse have in common with being a conscious horse person? Well, let me tell you, this is an amazing tool to take the pressure off you and your horse when it comes to riding. If you have something that you would like to check for sure about your riding, or gain more confidence, or just improve your balance and specifics of your riding, this is a great way to go. It does not replace your riding coach. It complements and supports the work you are already doing with your coach. Emily is here in Queensland, but you can find these guys all over the world. Have a listen to how this incredible machine can assist and support us in our riding. And in the background, the winning horse is Cedric. Here is Emily. Emily, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, I'm actually joining you today. I'm up at Elsom Equestrian Solutions and I have just done something really cool. I have ridden Cedric. Tell me about Cedric. Cedric. Oh, what can I tell you? He's a state-of-the-art simulator that is programmed for dressage, show jumping and cross-country. But he also does the trail ride portion as well. So he doesn't have to be discipline-specific can be people that want to just improve their riding, want to learn, want to have fun, um, as well as take their riding to a different level. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I have been lucky enough to just have a little bit of a go on Cedric. And all morning, I've been very nervous about what is it that I'll be found, you know, I'll be found out that I'm really not a very good rider. You know, all those head things come in. And then I get here and I get on Cedric and the second you started the first thing, it was just so much fun. Like it was so Excellent. much fun that all of those things went out of my head and I just thought <laughs> this is an amazing experience because I have, um, I have so much care and respect for my horse when I'm riding it that I don't have to worry about the horse here. He's giving me such great feedback that I don't have to worry and I can just sit here and have fun and then work on what it is that... Um, I can work on to make me a better rider. That's definitely it. It's not a witch hunt for your faults. So he will tell you, um, I've had quite a few people come in that are nervous about the feedback. And I have to confess, the first time I sat on him, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to have all my bad habits thrown at me. But he will also tell you where you're not falling down that you believed that you were. So obviously the senses are reactive. So if you're not doing things wrong, that won't tell you that. So it's being open enough to accept the things that he pulls up, but it's not just coming here to ride to find what you're doing wrong. 
it's little things. Um, sometimes with people, especially in the upper levels when they're trying to improve things, it can be tiny margins and tiny things that make that difference between, you know, becoming fourth or fifth to first and second. And it can be only minute, tiny little things of off balance or a little bit harder on one rein to the other or, yeah, it can be anything. Mm. Mm. And it's a great way to get riding fitness up as well without... Um, like I got fatigued quite quickly up there when I was doing the cross-country course, people. I did a cross-country course, <laughs> first time in my life and maybe only time in my mm. life because it's not a passion that I would go after. But my God, it was fun to experience and I learned a lot about um, people jumping. But the great thing was that I could get fatigued and still ride it and not worry about that I was hurting my horse at the same time. So for me, there was just so many positives there, but I don't mind... Um, finding out what it is that I've done wrong because it's, it's all a learning experience for me. Yeah, it is about coming with an open mind. Um, I think coming through the door sometimes you you may not like what you what he's telling you you're doing wrong but the thing is he's a simulator, he's a machine so he really takes away the opportunity for us to blame, you know, my horse is being stubborn or my horse is being resistant and, and hiding behind that. So basically you're, it's, it's a form of nakedness, I guess, that you've got nothing to blame. You can't hide behind anything. It yeah. is actually you. But if you see it for what it is and you be open in that and be you're almost grateful for it once you can get over the, the pride factor. Exactly. Because obviously you're working on something that you never knew you were possibly doing. Yeah, yeah. And because our imbalances, I've done so many interviews now with so many incredible horse people and they mm. all say what I do affects my horse you know yep. when I have a sore hip or if I sit this way then my horse will do this and it takes that element out and so you can actually correct that and go back to your horse and go hey guess what yeah I've got this nailed so if you're willing to be vulnerable um, I can see how it would be uh, just a positive experience in every way definitely <coughs> who made this guy Racewood Racewood Limited in the UK. Yeah, it's extraordinary engineering because mm. there are so many gears. Tell me about all of his gears. Okay, the gears in what respects? So he does, as you explained it to me when I first got on there, can you explain to me what he has and yep. what he does? He goes, he has walk, trot and canter and he does collected in all three of those gates. Um, he goes out, he does move differently in regards to the programs that he's in. So in the free ride horse, you'll find that the movement for that is a lot more true to what we get in our normal everyday riding. Um, in the dressage horse, you'll find he's a lot, um, how do you put, tamer, I suppose, is because he's up in the back, he's underneath in the back end, he's up in the rib cage, he's up in front of you, all of that's kind of already done that we all have to work so hard to get our horses to work that way mm -hmm. so when they're actually working that way and everything's a lot more collected and a lot more in control sorry a lot more in control um they feel a lot a lot less movement in there so a lot more easier to sit to yeah and so are we riding the perfect horse so he doesn't go out of balance he doesn't miss a step it's all about us that's right so you don't have to worry about that. He doesn't fall in the shoulder. He doesn't lose his hindquarters. He doesn't lose impulsion. Um, the only thing I can tell you he does do is if you're not maintaining the contact, he will take the bit on you um, where you'd normally get a bit of resistance out in the, in the paddock or out in the arena. He doesn't resist. He just stops. 
Um, so that can be, and it's just a way of teaching you to maintain your rain contact for that for that gentle contact on the bit. Yeah, yeah. I went for a half halt and got a stop. So <laughs> <laughs> that bit can be a little bit confronting <laughs> because out there, like I said, we just get that bit of resistance where here he's just like, no, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I prefer Cedric's <laughs> way of teaching. I'm, I'm much more aligned to learning lessons <laughs> in that way. And can you tell me stories about people that have come to you and where they were when they started and where they are now? Um, probably the case studies is the best example of that yes. um, because we're still so new. Um, a lot of people are coming back but obviously not um, necessarily on a weekly basis. It's up to them how often they come. Um, but my case studies were focused on six rides in three weeks and we also did a fitness portion, a fitness class in those weeks as well, one fitness class. And um, we found that to start with, when we were finding some balance issues, confidence issues, um, a lot was confronting with rain. When we came to the end of it, the difference was astounding because we were able to do exercises, no reins, no stirrups, um, concentrating on seat, repositioning people in the saddle still while they're riding, um, which we don't have the opportunity to do on a horse. And it's a lot to expect the horse to cope with, dropping all of those things and still being in control. It's pretty rare that you'll find a horse that you're able to do all those things with. Mm. Um, one of my ladies in particular said that she doesn't believe that she would have seen that significant improvement in the next 12 months and we were able to get that for in three weeks. That's extraordinary, mm. absolutely extraordinary and it must be really satisfying. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. And how much did you see an attitude and confidence change in any of your case studies over that three weeks? I reckon that's across the board and that's from I've, I've had as young as five-year-olds riding to as old, well, my mum's one of my oldest so far. There's probably up to, well, mum's 66 and then I've probably had up to a 70-year-old riding. And the only thing that we found in there is because they were a little bit weaker in the hips because Cedric is a training platform. Mm -hmm. So he's a tiny bit heavier in that rain pressure. He's a little bit harder in the sensors with your legs because it works it's like going to the gym. When you're pumping iron, you don't just pump what you can mm -hmm. to improve and get stronger. You pump a little bit heavier and you work a little bit harder so that technically on game day or when you get out on your horse, it's easy. So you're fit enough to cope. And tell me about some of those people uh, that had not done things on their horse, rode on Cedric and then were able to do these things that they didn't have the confidence and ability to do. Yes, I think, but I think the confidence things I've actually found here more so is not necessarily doing it on the horse. It's how they believe other people will see them when they're doing it. Mm. That's the kind of confidence I think that I've found more of. Um, but in saying that, I had a lady come in that she'd owned her horse for a significant amount of time, um, didn't have the confidence to canter. So when they came in here, we just said we didn't worry about the diagnosis and pulling riding apart. It wasn't about that. It was about the confidence building. So we went straight out and cantered and just, I think it was just to remember that you can go through the motions and remember what that movement's like. And she stayed out there for a long time. Then we went back and we did some fun things and she did some tempi changes and, you know, flying changes and things like that. And um, two days later she went back and she'd cantered a horse and it gives me goosebumps now that it gave her the confidence and, the, and fed the want to actually do it. Yeah, because everyone who rides a horse, even if, you know, we really can enjoy the time and, and we're just um, trail riders and we go out and we just walk with our horses and it's just about being with the horse, 
everyone still dreams of that canter. Definitely. And I literally dream of the canter. Definitely. I am the most amazing galloper in my dreams, I tell you. Yeah. My seat is <laughs> extraordinary and I have those dreams often. Mm-hmm. And I always wake up with a smile. And here you can actually experience that on a yeah. balanced horse and, and get your confidence up. That's right. That won't run away on you. He's beautiful in the way that um, learning to ride, especially for some of the younger people that when they're out at a, a riding school, it's harder for them because they're in a group of people and there's only so long they can trot for and their turn goes relatively quick and they have to wait until the next time or the ponies are getting tired. Um, in this regard, Cedric can get put into that trot and he'll just stay in that gate so they can actually pick up the rhythm. And he is a little bit harder to trot, to rise to the trot to than an actual horse. So our horses do so much for us. They throw you up, they catch you, they do the majority. Cedric doesn't quite do that, so, but he gives them the opportunity to pick the rhythm because he just stays in it and he'll stay in it for as long as you need him to Mm. so they've been able to pick up that rhythm and things like that so the next time they've got on their horse they went straight and the trotting out there on the horse was so easy so a a couple of the the kids that I've had still go to their riding the riding school is still very much a big part of learning to ride and things like that Cedric's not to replace the horse he's to hopefully make it better and make it easier and gives us an opportunity to work on us for them so there's probably a minute majority of people or minority of people that are told that they're never to ride again that he could possibly replace for them otherwise it's to make getting out there better so um but yeah they've got straight back out there on the horses at the the riding schools and just were able to pick up that trot so much easier straight away because they'd had the opportunity to to really focus on it yeah and you're not positioned in a uh, way to replace any riding coaches either, are no. you? Tell me about that. How do you support riding coaches? Um, I want to work in with them, obviously, with coaches. Um, everybody has their own unique style. I think with horses, we, let, we take a little bit of so many different people, whether it be natural, dressage, jumping, um, trail ride. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, everything you've learned has come from somewhere and you take a little bit out of all of those for what suits you. So we all have our own recipe, so to speak. And when people have got their coaches, Cedric is the theory part. So he's technically a textbook and he's been developed to help riders um, basically use the minimum amount of aids needed to perform a movement. But what you may need to do out in the arena to suit your horse or to teach your horse, you still very much need those coaches to translate what you're doing on Cedric to accommodate your horse so that you can get you then for then you and your horse to do it. Mm. So I say Cedric is the, is the theory and your instructor and you on your horse is, is the practical. Yeah, so it's a, it's such a great collaboration. I'd like to think that, yeah, and no, I'm definitely – and that's why I don't – I'm not aiming to coach in the arena. My focus is Cedric so that I can work with coaches so that we're not working against one another because Cedric, to me, he's for everyone. Mm. He's not just for my clients, yeah. so to speak. And there's so many great coaches out there. I thought, well, why try and compete against these great coaches when I could work with them? Exactly. And that was my, that's my mentality behind it. Yeah. And I can learn from these coaches too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, have you had many coaches um, brave and vulnerable enough to come in and try, Cedric? There's been a couple, yes. That must be tough for them because they would have a mindset, wouldn't they? Yes, yes, definitely. I think the, um, the dressage portion of him... Um, was enjoyable. Um, a couple of the coaches uh, 
struggled a little bit with the jumping side of it. Um, and I do think potentially because they had clients here and things as well that it might have been a little bit confronting when it wasn't doing quite what they wanted. Yeah. But, um, yeah, things the things will come. Yeah. So I think once they realise these – I think a lot of them are a bit concerned about it overtaking what they're trying to do with their clients. So once they realise that it's not to overtake, it's to hopefully complement and target the rider. So they've still got the rider and the horse as a team. Yeah. This is literally just giving us as the rider the opportunity to focus and, and take off the edges and, you know, the cobwebs yeah. that we've got. Yeah. It's, it's like if you have an athlete and then you say, go to the gym and get yourself fit and get yourself sorted and then come back and we'll keep working these skills. Definitely. And it, it is like you, it, it, Cedric is the gym. Mm. Um, how many of these are there in Australia first? Um, the eventing simulator that Cedric is, there's only two. Fantastic. So there's one here and there's one in Melbourne or Victoria down there somewhere. I think he's been moved from the last time I went there. Okay. And <clears> how <throat> many are there in the world? Oh, goodness me. Approximately. A, is it a big thing in other countries? Do definitely. The Europeans? Yep, Europeans, um, America. They're actually growing all over the world. So I know Colombia's got one. Um, one of the top dressage riders from Germany has just ridden the one at Tryon through the WEG. And um, I believe that he's very interested in taking one to Frankfurt for himself and his clients. Um, there was an American uh, medalist that was looking at that as well. Um, I do know of a, another dresser, well-known dressage coach was, coach was supposed to get on him but unfortunately got taken away from the wagon. He didn't actually end up getting on. Oh. So that was a bit disappointing. But um, uh, hopefully in the future, my, my mentor over in the States is very close in with a lot of those and she's a phenomenal person. And um, so she keeps me in the loop. So hopefully, I'll be, fingers crossed, we'll get him on soon. But they're using these as training platforms all over Europe and um, Australia's dropping off the podium. So I think it's because things like this, we're not utilising it. Yeah, so yeah. So I'd like to think that um, if not me, if, if Melbourne or, you know, there are um, there is a dressage simulator, I believe, in Sydney. I think there is one in WA, but I don't know how active they are in taking lessons and things. Um, but the majority of the simulators in Australia at this stage are, are for racing. Yeah, really? Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So it actually came from a racing simulator Yeah. when um, Barbara became involved and said, how about we start tweaking him to help us for dressage? Yeah. And then that's how the dressage portion came about and the jumping, um, I believe, started in the last few years. Mm. Yeah, mm. he's very comprehensive. So um, could you do a bit, of, uh, a bit of a gallop here on Cedric? How, how far does he go? Uh, he does extend a canter. Beautiful. That's it. But the, the gallop's not on there yet. But I do have um, Racewood coming in a few weeks' time and uh, I have four A4 sheets of questions and ideas to, to throw at him, God love him. So hopefully I don't, I don't daunt him when it's the first time I'm meeting him face-to-face. -face. Great. And um, so I also did the uh, Man from Snowy River trail ride uh, there as well. So not only do you get to 
go into a dressage ring and things like that, you can actually go out in the hills and have a bit of a, a trot and a canter around. Yep. So you can really let loose and have a bit of fun on Cedric. Yep, definitely. He's not just for the people that want to um, perfect their riding. Um, he's for learners. He's for people just wanting to have a go. Um, some people might not even be riders and they might not want to learn to ride. They might just want to have a go and have a bit of fun. Yeah, so always I, wanted to experience the feeling. That's right, yeah. This is the way you can do it in yeah. a safe way. He's actually been used a lot for rehabilitation in, as well. So um, there's a lot of um, disabled people, intellectually disabled. Um, there's actually people that have been injured that might not be riders, but the way you use your body when you're riding has actually... So overseas has been used for rehabilitation for the way the body works as well. Yeah, I've heard that before too, about the the movement in the saddle of the walking stimulates the nervous system in a way that nothing else can. Yep. Wow. Wonderful. So tell me, where can we find you? We're in Beechmere. In Queensland. In Queensland. And And what's your website address? It's www dot elsim equestrian solutions dot com fantastic um that's currently in a progress a work in progress it's not the flashiest website in the world at the moment because i've done it myself and i'm not overly tech savvy um but we're about 15 minutes from cusack the queensland state equestrian center in caboolture yeah so we're not far from where people are traveling traveling horsey wise anyway yeah yeah it's a big horse uh, place here now i have listeners all over the world what do they google if they want to find one of these guys near them um equestrian simulator um can be eventing simulator dressage simulator and that's probably the biggest thing is that that he's a simulator he's not you know the old mechanical ball or just a robot horse there yes. is he is actually a simulator so much like a pilot learning to fly a plane and um they're golfing how cedric came about was my husband went to a golfing simulator that helped diagnose his stroke and how he swings and how his body moves so when he came home from this, that's when he said, Emily, we should do this. Wow. So, yeah. And my husband's basically the one who, who pushed the button. Oh, well done, husband. Yeah. That's when fantastic. Because when, um, when it was time to, to put the money where my mouth is, I, I froze and went, oh, my goodness, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it it's a scary venture. We've had a lot of ups and, you know, with, oh, this is going to be amazing and, and then a lot of what the devil have I done? Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it is amazing, mm. but you need to re-educate the equestrian, you know, the, the horse world to understand what it is that you offer. So I'm so glad we yeah. were able to talk today so that we can put this out there and really educate people and say um, from personal experience, it is so much fun. It takes, for me, it didn't put pressure on once I was in the saddle. It actually took the pressure off. Um, and that was a really interesting part because, like I said, I came here and my mind was in full doubt that I was going to be completely exposed and, you know, um, and, and all of those things were going on in my head. And once he started moving, I was like, oh, my God, the pressure's off. I don't have to worry about my horse. I can just enjoy the ride. And how did you feel that he moved? I thought he moved it was beautifully. Yeah. 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 It's the best trot I've ever sat, to be completely <laughs> honest. It really is. And it was an easy canter and I, yeah. I loved every second of it. Excellent. Even though the result showed at the end that I probably wasn't as, you know, if I had a real horse under me, it probably wouldn't have gone that way <laughs> because of the um, imbalance. But I luckily can't come without an ego and um, and I just enjoyed every second of it. And, um, and I look forward to coming back because Wonderful. once I do start riding, again this is the thing that 
I can do for my horse because yes. everything that I do is I want to put my horse first. And by coming here and doing this and learning this, I can put my horse first. So thank you for your time today. Thank and you. thank you for everything you're doing for the horse world because I think it's fantastic. Thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm on a mission to create a community of gentle and ethical horse people so that their horses all over the world can live a better life. This is a big mission with a wonderful message and it needs your help. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to join me on my mission of making the world a better place for horses, please engage with me somehow. You can leave a review on iTunes or Facebook, share or comment on social media posts or tell your friends about the podcast. You'll find all the links to our social media on our website, comealongfortheride.com.au. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and you'll find me on LinkedIn. If your friends don't know how to podcast, send them to my website and tell them to hit play. It's the most user-friendly way to listen to anyone you know love to listen but isn't quite sure how i'd also love it really love it if you get in touch and say hi let me know who you'd like to hear interviewed on the podcast i have some wonderful people lined up to speak to but this is your show as much as mine so please if there's anyone you'd like to hear from get in touch via the website or social media if there's a topic you'd like me to cover if there's something you'd like me to research more and really speak about at length or even just in a short way let me know i'd love 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 to serve you guys more anyway thanks again for listening and i'll catch you next time on come along for the ride